Episode 11. The move of the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine wrapped up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. We are the Zune of Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So when she opened the package, she said, What is this? And I said, It's a Zoom. And she said, What is a Zoom? I go, it's like an iPod, only not as good. And she goes, is this what you think of me? Is this how you treat your mother on Mother's Day when I was giving her the early Mother's Day gift? <laughs> so apparently the Zune... The Zune is... Is not hot. No, it's... I don't even, I didn't even know what a Zune was until you <laughs> told me what a Zune was. Yeah. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome to episode 11. 11. We are still in double digits, of course. Um... Today, before we, uh, uh, we're going to do comments, and then we're going to dive into Spider-Man 3. Yes, this is a... Spoiler alert! We will Big be time. Talking, talking all about, about the movie. Yeah. We, this time we have three special guests. We in do, the, Brad. Why don't, why don't you introduce them? In the, uh, in the studio with us, we have Flashlight, as always. Say hi, Flash. <laughs> and we have my two daughters. We yes. have Allison. Hello. And Ashley. Hey. Allison is uh how old are you, Allison? You can you can talk. You can seven and a half years old. Okay. And Ashley is I'm twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Ashley is going on eighteen though, so and and Flash is um nine years old. In people years or dog years? In in dog years. Okay. Yeah. And Allison is is busy working fractions out on She's drawn on, on the right and white board over there. <laughs> Look at that computer she drew. That's pretty cool. Oh, look. She even has the... Uh, yeah. in the wrong order. Okay. That's, that's all right. All right. So, um, Ashley saw what? Spider-Man 3 yesterday. Yes, I mm. did. It was very good. Right. And, and the two of us saw it. Yes. So, we saw it separately, but we did see it. You got to see it on the uh, IMAX, though, right? I saw it on the IMAX. Wow. And then I saw it yesterday at lunch. Oh, you saw it again? Yeah. Okay. I went to see it yesterday at lunch. There, were, I guess, were you in the same showing that I was in? Because I no, went to 1245. I went to, I went to the 1140. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And I took Randy Hunt with me. Oh, Randy snuck yeah. out? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, that, this is what we do at work. Sometimes we sneak out. It's it's what we call a long lunch. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. Um, okay, Brad. Well, let's see. Why don't we hit comments? Comment Go first. for it. Did I say, did I call you Brad or Randy? No, you said Brad. I, I did? you said Brad. Hang okay. on. I got some comment music. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, thank you. Okay. Well, our first comment comes from uh, Jay Evans. Uh, and he says, uh, for episode 10, give me some cake. No, actually he says, give me some cake! Exclamation point. Thank you. We will be mailing that out to you shortly. Actually, we won't be. Um, next, Chris, who goes by KOT, uh, says, I laughed out loud when you guys played the Family Guy bit. I remember applauding the writers for coming up with the bit when it first aired, and he was talking about the um, when Peter Griffin was going through all the shows that had been canceled on right, Fox. Right. 
Uh, I counted them, by the way. There was oh. 29. 29 shows? 30, including his own show. Wow. Oh, you just put them over your head. Put them on your head. That's a lot. There you go. Um, Can you hear the music now? Right. 80s Junkie says, Happy 10th. Thanks for the picture of the cake. And from Russell, Heroes Mask says, Congrats on episode 10. Great discussion on Fox. It's a big joke between my wife and I whether we should watch a new Fox show because they'll just cancel it. My wife's not a sci-fi fan at all, but she actually liked uh, Firefly more than I did. Curse you, Fox, for ruining the one bit of sci-fi we actually share. The Family Guy bit was too much. I laughed so hard when it first aired. Brad, you mentioned that X-Factor is the only mutant book, but if you like more of the old 80s style uh, X-Men, you should check out the new X-Men. Reminds me a lot of New Mutants. P.S. John Doe rocked. It did rock. <laughs> John Doe was awesome. And finally from Dennis uh, Pooh, right? Dennis Pooh. He he um he sent us some anagrams of he's a half hour wasted. He's an anagrammed kind of guy. I'm not going to read all of them, but here are just a few. For half hour wasted, you can have had tearful show, which is my which personal is favorite. Pretty much what happens every time we do this. Dual father show. Are you a father? No, I'm a father. Well, Worf, Worf Frank- hated hulas. <laughs> I think he did. There was that episode of the Next Generation where he said, "I don't like hulas." <laughs> A flu hatred show. Warhead flu shot. That's nice. And let me find one. Uh, I'm getting tired of this music. Uh, health frauds. Ow. Yeah, that's that seems to be appropriate. Yeah. Some, sometimes these. <laughs> so days. there you go. All of the ha- all of those half hour wasted uh, anagrams. For that you. truly Thank was you, a Dennis. half hour wasted. That was doing yes. it. So should we dive right in? Let's into do it. Spider-Man. Splash. Spider-Man 3. I don't have any uh, Spider-Man music. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Does whatever a spider can. Spins his web. Any size. Catches thieves while he eats french fries. Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. I said I want french fries. I brought donuts. I brought donuts. We already ate all the donuts. Donuts. Okay, so um, let's start with, I guess, overall. Let's, so we'll, we'll break the movie down into characters and stuff like that. But overall, how did we, uh, how do we like the movie? And let's start with you, Ashley. I liked it. It was really good. Really? Anything stand out? You got to get it closer to you. There you go. Um, not really. I liked it as a whole. It was really good. Really? Awesome. Uh, Brad? Awesome. Awesome. Is awesome. that, are those your comments? Amen. Outrageous. Um, Tasty. Can you think of any other words, Brad? Funny. Mm. Ooh, I just took some dip, diet soda. Hilarious. <laughs> Allison's repeating everything she hears. It was not... Lame. It was not lame at all. I loved it. I thought it was lots of fun. I enjoyed it very much. Okay. Now, where do I put it in the list of... Of of you know like ranking ranking them yeah I don't, it's it's a little early for me because I'm still I'm still basking in the in the glow of the Soaking movie that I had yeah mm-hmm. I'm still processing information mm-hmm. but I liked it very much and there were a couple of nitpicky things that I had being a comic book geek you know I kind of wished yes you are geek okay <laughs> Ashley sorry I love you sarcastic <laughs> will um. 
We'll talk about this later. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I had a few nitpicky things, but overall, I was very pleased, very, very happy with with the with the movie. I um I did like it. Um, you didn't like it? No, I did like it. Yes. Uh, I I do love the the whole Spider Man franchise. All the mo- all of the movies. Um, this one had a couple of parts that I felt weren't developed enough, and we'll get into that in a bit. Um, and parts of it that that um were just a little predictable, and, and we'll get into that later. Uh, you, you know, and if I were to rank the movies, uh, I would put my favorite one at as Spider Man number two because that's that's just a story. We don't have to do the development of who Spider Man is and how he gets his powers and stuff. Um, then the second one would be the first Spider-Man, and this one would be third. And that sounds like a negative thing, but the, really. this whole franchise franchise is so good. And you know, I I am being nitpicky about it, but in fact, let, let's kind of let's kind of get into that. Um, okay, hang on. Spoiler alert! Yeah, we will be spo- We if will. If you be haven't spoil- seen this movie, you don't want to listen to the rest of this podcast, right? Like, but after you see it, like there's anybody listening anyway. No. My mom listens. She's a fan. Okay. Uh, okay. So let's let's talk. Um, actually, what did you? Was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Um, I talked to my dad a little bit, and he said something about Gwen Stacy looking a little fake. And I thought about it, and she did look a little fake. Okay. And any other characters you didn't care for? Um, I would have liked to see Sandman a little, a bit like more. deeper into his story. Brett. I, I wasn't fond of of uh, da, uh what's her name Bryce Dallas uh, Howard. Is that oh it? yeah, Gwen Stacy. I wasn't fond of her playing the part of Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked fake. I mean, I could tell she was she had like bleach blonde hair. You know, mm-hmm. she just didn't look like a natural blonde. Like Jessica Alba does not look like a natural blonde. In, in, four, in the Fantastic in, Four, right. you know, they should have gotten somebody else to play Sue Storm. I mean, she's mm-hmm. pretty, but she to me she looked fake. Gwen Stacy looked fake to me also. Um, g- going back to, to Gwen Stacy, I can kind of agree with you that that her look wasn't. Uh, they they were trying to make her too much of this pristine kind of kind of you know white. You know, was, her hair was almost white and stuff. But I did like the way they used her character in that she she just played a bit part. I thought she was going to play this this important role that kind of arced throughout the story, but she only played really two key parts. She was um, Topher's, you know, love interest, if you want to call it that, but minutely, you know, all they had was coffee. And then... But um, it was amazing coffee. Yeah, it was amazing coffee. And, um, and, uh... And then Peter used her to get Mary Jane jealous uh, in the jazz bar, which was one of my favorite scenes, by the way. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, I like the way they introduced her. They used her just for that those little parts. And then, you know, she didn't die like she did, like she did in the comics. They, you know, they, they just introduced her and that was good. Because I was really worried when the, when, the, when the movie, when they said that they were going to have Gwen Stacy and I thought, how are they going to do all this because there's so much going they on. They kind of put themselves in a corner though by not introducing uh or that's okay, let me start over. They put themselves in the corner by having uh Gwen uh Mary Jane and Peter uh fall in love as soon as they did 
and the reason I say that is because they could because of that they couldn't use Gwen Stacy the way she was used in the comics, right? Which was truly Peter Parker's big first real love, right? Besides Betty Brant, you know, in the comics, um, he once he absolutely loved Gwen Stacy, so because she was just this extra character that they had in the Spider-Man mythos, they could only use her one way. Yeah. Yeah. Which was uh, people know who it is, you know, and they couldn't, they couldn't do the same thing with her in the comics. That's all I'm saying. And part of me thinks that's a shame Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of potential. There could have been a lot of potential. Right. Um, I think this movie could have been broken up into two movies. Mm -hmm. There was a lot going on. Um, I didn't mind that. It's it was kind of cram packed with ever with you know storylines and characters. I was really concerned for a long time that it was going to fall prey to the um, the uh, Batman ba- Batman Forever right. and Batman and Robin syndrome, which was too many villains. But I thought it balanced out nicely. They did not do. They did not have that problem at all. Mm-hmm. They they did. You could argue the exact opposite of what. Of what Batman, what the Batman movies did, yeah. But I want to, I want to ref- uh, talk about one of the villains in here, which um, was the Sandman. And one thing that they did in this movie that I loved is they kind of showed how he got his, how he became who he was. They didn't dwell on it. They didn't go into the technical part of it. It just happened. Same thing with right. Venom. Right. And I liked that because it's mystery. You, you don't get bogged down in the details. Uh, uh, Venom is something from space. Okay, that's fine. That's all you need to know. Right. And, he came from space. Right. And no big Sandman, deal. he just happened to be in that particle accelerator. You saw the sign. Something freaked him out. I mean, something affected him. He's now Sandman. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, he had such a sad story. You know, he was trying to help his daughter. And and uh, Thomas Hayden Church was perfect. He was. As Flint Marco, just absolutely perfect. I think he just needed... He needed more storyline. It would have been needed, nice to see a little more of that. Yeah, because because he was a very sad villain. I mean, he, he was doing the right things. He, he was trying to do the right things, but for all the wrong reasons. I would have liked to see... I would have liked if they acknowledged like what happened after... When well, he was talking to Peter Parker. Yeah. You mean uh, on the building at the very end yes. of the movie? Yes. It, it, and that's where I kind of had a problem with it was that would Peter Parker, would Spider-Man really let him just go like that? Kind I mean, of just like shoot him off almost. Because, I mean, he, he did do some bad He did do some bad stuff. I, mean, I he, think it was because Peter knew that he really couldn't do anything to stop him at that point. You think? Well, you see how easy it was for him to go away. He just turned to a sandstorm and blew off. Right. You know, maybe he was just trying to cut the guy some slack mm-hmm. because he felt sorry for him. I don't know. You know, that says a lot about Peter Parker's character as well. Um, Maybe Pete just thought, you know, this guy has had a hard, you know, he's had some problems. He's had some some bad luck. Um, And I'm just wasted right now. I don't don't even Mm want to try to contain this guy. Um, Let's move on to um, Harry Osborn. uh, uh, The the new goblin. What did you... What did you think of him how I'm, things were resolved how things happened in the middle of the movie and then the ending which i thought was very brave to do i that. enjoyed his story arc um yeah. it mirrored what happened in the comics at one point harry osborne if i remember correctly harry osborne had forgotten that he was 
the goblin. Right. I know that happened to Norman Osborn a time or two in the comics, but I think it may have happened to Harry Osborn at the time. Um, but there was also this element of Harry Osborn knowing that Spider-Man was his enemy you know, in the movie, perhaps for a wrong reason or not, but he still looked at Spider-Man as his enemy. Right, right, But right. also, at the same time, he looked at him as his best friend. Right. And like in the comics, he um, sacrificed his life saving Peter Parker's life, mm-hmm. and I thought that was uh, really well done. Um, w- one of my favorite parts in the movie was very early on was after the play where um, where, where, where Peter and, and Harry meet up Right. On the street, yeah, and they had that confrontation because after the second movie ended, I was thinking Harry just needs to go over there and just start beating up Peter. I mean, like immediately, but they're still talking and there's still this tension, you know, and and it kind of made sense that that uh, Harry just just didn't go out the next day and and start beating up Peter Parker slash Spider Man, even though he knew his secret. He was brewing something. He was building something up. Yeah, and I. I was happy that the first chance Peter got, he immediately went yes. up to he immediately went up to Harry and said, "Look, we got to talk." Yes, I like that. We got to talk. As now, a oh, go ahead. as a twelve year old girl, um, did you think uh, James Franco was cute? My friend did. She kept saying it all through the movie until he got that scar on his the big old deformed side of his face. <laughs> So scar, scars aren't aren't um, uh, twelve year olds don't think scars are uh, for her for her you know it's okay I'm a little flustered I don't know what to ask <laughs> but um, it's hard being a dad yeah well um, you know Brad I'm I'm very happy that they that they killed Harry that that was such I didn't I did not see that coming I thought that was amazing. I thought that brought the story just to some uh, to this level that I didn't expect it to come to, um, and that brings the whole Osborne family. It, it 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 takes them from a low to a high that he was willing to sac- not only sacrifice his his life but help his friend out. I mean, how awesome was that when they were tag teaming when they did the team up and right. they were and they were having a real comic book team up right. and fighting awesome. the elements. Now that was one part that I thought was a little predictable like when the butler came up and started telling him all that and then spidey's fighting the two enemies alone well of course they're gonna you know yeah you and can it, smell that coming a mile away in fact the music i remember hearing the music going okay it's gonna happen just listening to music harry should come into the scene right now and yeah. there he comes but uh that part was a little predictable the, the ending fight was both predictable and unpredictable to me so i'm glad okay. I wouldn't say that I'm glad Harry died, but I'm glad that they tried to follow his character arc like it was in the mm-hmm. in the comics with with him sacrificing his life to save his best friend. Okay. Even though he considered his best friend an enemy, you know, in the comics he still ended up doing what was right. And in the movie, for a long time he considered Peter an enemy because he thought he killed his dad. And then he came around and decided to help his friend. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, this room makes strange noises. I don't know what that noise you, is, so it, don't freak you out. May, you may be hearing this uh, on the podcast, maybe not, but there is a strange noise that happens periodically. We have no control over I have that. never been able to figure out what that noise was. <laughs> yeah, it's his tummy. Yeah. Oh, he's asleep. Look at him go. 
Allison wants to say something. Here you Allison. Go. Maybe it's rats in the wall. <laughs> Thank it might, you. It might be rats in the wall. <laughs> you said something earlier about l- wanting to see more of the Sandman's character and his story. Yeah. That's why... I. I that's one of the reasons why I thought this movie could have been broken up into two because yeah. I would like to have seen more of his story mm-hmm. and more of of Eddie Brock's story. Oh my gosh! Now he was. We a... did get enough, in my opinion. We did get enough of Eddie Brock's motivation I and will... backstory, but I wanted to see more Venom. I wanted to see Venom, quote unquote, terrorize Spider Man and Mary Jane. You know, yes. I wanted to see more, and it's because I read the comic and I know how the story went. Yeah. But I wanted to see more of that terror that Venom brought to Peter and Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a side note, I thought Topher Grace was the wrong choice to play Venom mm-hmm. in the comics. Venom, uh, I'm sorry, Eddie Brock mm-hmm. was more the size and build of Thomas Hayden Church. In this movie, oh, okay, okay, he he lifted weights. He worked out a lot. He was he was different than Peter Parker, mm-hmm. um, which made the Venom character in the comics bigger and bulkier and stronger. Well, let, uh, let let's look at it this way: in that um, taking using Topher Grace, who, who's kind of a you know a, a slender build, you know, and he wanted to be his character in the movie wanted to be so much more. He wanted to be a great photographer. He you know he wanted to have a beautiful girlfriend. He wanted all of these things, and for him to finally be able to get this power, you know, it would you know wouldn't you take the opportunity to bulk yourself up because you could? So you know there, there's some motivation there. You know he kind of wanted everything without having to work for it. Right. So you know wouldn't wouldn't that make sense that you know a real slender guy would want to be built up and you know essentially found the magic pill or a magic way to do it and you know oh I'm bulked up now venom there was a couple of shots where you could see venom uh standing still and he was bigger, bigger than spider-man he yeah. was bulkier than spider-man yeah. he, he looked more powerful and stronger they were close to the same size in the comics the and when i think of venom in the comics I think of the original first run storyline that he was in right. without the drooling tongue, which mm-hmm. is I was very glad the drooling tongue was not in this, in this movie. Mm-hmm. I had, I don't even want to start there, and that's just your geek talking right here. But um, I, I, was, I was just really pleased with the outcome. I was afraid that Venom would not end up being good at all, mm-hmm. but I was just very, very pleased. I would like to have seen a bit more of the of of a venom like i said earlier doing his thing before he just jumps Terrorizing. in and starts yeah just before he just starts beating them beating up peter but um i was i was happy with the outcome i you know w- one thing that really kind of bothered me was the fact that mary jane was kind of put at the center of the um of the peril, you know, that part was kind of wash, rinse, repeat, you know, oh, here's Mary Jane yet again, again yeah. third time. I mean, I know she is the closest to Peter, but it's, you know, how many times can she be in peril um, that the city just doesn't figure out? <laughs> well, you know, if it wasn't Mary Jane, uh-huh. if Mary Jane was just down there with the police watching, uh-huh. 
we as an audience wouldn't have been emotionally invested mm-hmm. in it as we were. We I, don't want to see Mary Jane die. No. We, we want them to get back together. And if it was if it was Gwen Stacy up there uh-huh. that had been in the taxi instead of Peter, I mean, instead of Mary Jane, I wouldn't have cared as much. You know what? I, I, an angle that they could have taken with that is put Gwen Stacy in the taxi. Mm-hmm. Have Peter trying to risk his life to save her. Leave Mary Jane at home watching us, wondering, does he care more about her than me? Right. That puts a conflict on their relationship. And again, it's not it's not Mary Jane. It's this other woman who's, who's you know, we have some emotional connection to her in the movie. I think that might have said it in another direction. You know, Peter could have saved her, but then came straight back to Mary Jane at yeah. the end, and Mary Jane would know that, you know, he really does love me, but the city needs him. Yeah. I think that would have that, been a nice worked. angle. That might have worked. To take it, because he's he's got responsive, you know, he's got responsibilities as as a superhero. And, and he uh, knows that she knows that, because when they were in the apartment talking together, he heard the sirens or whatever, or the thing on the scanner, mm-hmm. and uh, he looks at her and goes, go get him, tiger? Yeah. Like, you, you gonna be okay with me leaving? You know? And 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 I think he did a great job too, Peter Parker, because he, um, you know, at the beginning he's kind of full of himself. You know, hey, the city loves Spider Man. Right. All right. right, hey kids, watch this is going to happen again. Oh, we've yeah. seen it already. You know, the whole parade. Um, you know, he's kind of think he's not he's he's thinking too much about himself and not about Mary Jane, and that affects the relationship. And then when he becomes evil, Peter, oh my gosh, how much fun was that when he was. When he was strutting around, I thought it was great. I don't recall the the black costume affecting Peter Parker that way and making him right. What did you call him in the car this morning? Emo. Right. He was. He very, had that emo. He had the hair, and he had the. You could tell he had like mascara on. Right. Yeah, eyeliner and stuff, and that was kind of silly. Um, I don't really recall. Like I said, that happening in the comics. Right. You know, he realized that, okay, I need to get this suit off me because it's trying to bond, physically bond with my body. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think he really acted that way. But I enjoyed that that part. The first time I saw it, I was like, okay, this is really upsetting me because Peter Parker wouldn't act this way. Mm-hmm. But the second time I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is kind of fun. Yeah, because you know, Peter Parker wouldn't act that way. Right, because he wouldn't. Yeah. And and the costumes making him do crazy things, and mm-hmm. you know, there's more than one way to do things, right? So yeah, I was going to say skin a cat, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to put that in people's minds. <laughs> um, I but you know, the audience did love that scene, especially when I was in it. They they were it laughing. It was funny. It was yeah. funny. Um, what about the the character of of? Oh wait, well let's talk about Mary Jane because I know we're running out of time. Um, what do you think of the character of Mary Jane? I've never been pleased with Kirsten Dunst mm-hmm. as Mary Jane. Um, was it just me, or did she look look a bit more snaggly toothed in this movie than the last? Couple? There, there, there is something. There is something going on like with she her needed teeth. braces in a big way. There, there like is something going on with her teeth. teeth. Yeah, it was it was kind of creepy. Um, I think I've gotten used to her as Mary Jane, mm-hmm. but I haven't. I wasn't thrilled with her as Mary Jane as a choice from the beginning, but I've gotten used to it and I don't even know. It's hard to, it's hard to pick. I, I, my struggle with it is that they're not giving her enough to do. Two minutes. 
Two minutes. Uh, they're just not giving the character enough to do, Mary Jane. I mean, she's basically just... Well, I take that back. I mean, they did give her something to do here. She was struggling with her relationship with Peter and her career. Yeah. Um, But she just came across as kind of, kind of a whiny person. I... I I just feel like she needs something a little bit more, but I I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what. Yeah, I, I don't know. And maybe is it Kirsten Dunst not bringing enough to the performance? I think I think it's the writing. I I don't think it's yeah. You're I, I, right. I don't think it's it's her because I I think she she's she's a fine enough actress. She she can definitely pull off the role, but it's the role that they're giving her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's go. Um, we may go a few minutes. Yeah past 30 because i'm enjoying this um mm-hmm. but we, it won't be long um technically visually mm-hmm. special effects wise mm-hmm. i thought it was the best of, of all three yes um actually very good because i was talking to my grandpa and he said that there were two critics one said it was pretty good and the other said it was bad i thought it was really good the special effects i don't know why or i don't know what movie they were watching when they said it was bad yeah, same here. I was very pleased with the way it looked. Um, the the black I, I the symbiote was yeah. was just yeah. cool looking. Yeah, especially when he turned, especially when he turned Venom. Like when the bell rang, uh-huh. I was really pleased that they had the church bell and the yes. Sonics affected the symbiote, just like in the costume. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. But when the bell rang the first time, that costume kind of pulled away from him, and you yeah. could see the the Venom face kind of. Yeah. That was awesome. Allison, you've seen the first movie, right? How many times have you seen the? How many times have you seen the the first movie? Stop One the time. timer. No, hold it. Keep keep going. One time. No, I thought you and I had watched it a couple of times. Was it just the one time that you saw it? I thought you and I had seen it before, and then you decided to watch it again. Nope. One time. Okay. So, did you like the first Spider-Man movie? Yes, I liked it a lot. What uh, What was your favorite part about the first Spider-Man movie? Well, um, I mostly liked all of it, but my favorite part was um, when I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you think of Spider-Man? Um, Did you think he looked neat and like it looked real? Did you believe that Spider-Man could really happen and that he could he could fly through the city on spider webs? Well, not in real life, but in movies, yeah. Yeah. Now, the Green Goblin, how did you feel about the Green Goblin? He looked scary at first, but then um, during the uh, middle and the end of the movie, I sort of got used to him. But what happened? What happened after you saw that movie? It sort of gave me nightmares, but um, I knew that it's not true, and I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But it's a, and uh, you're only, uh, you're almost eight. It was a PG thirteen movie, and uh, I thought, I thought maybe you could, you could deal with it. But I think from now on, we'll just watch, um, we'll just watch uh, like Napoleon Dynamite or something. <laughs> yeah. Or or whatever. But anyway, um, you told me the other day that you were, you would be able to watch uh, the other two Spider-Man movies in six years, right? Is that what you said? No. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, after you, when you get a little older, we'll uh, we'll watch those two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right.
Um, All right. B- before we go, I got to tell you about one scene that really took me away from the movie. Yeah. It was when J. Jonah Jameson is watching the fight at the construction yeah, site. Yeah, that was really... And th- he, that he was bought the camera off the little girl. That took it... Because that fight was so intense. Stupid. I know, I know it was supposed to be funny. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, I didn't think it was... But it took me out of the moment, and then there wasn't any film in the camera. Lame. Yeah, that was dumb. I, I didn't appreciate that scene at all. Took me out completely. It was kind of a waste, because they took the camera away from the fight right didn't yeah focus on the fight because that was the big thing in the movie and uh, they were just playing it for laughs yeah you know and, and, and that scene didn't need a laugh it didn't, didn't it didn't it work did. it didn't work for me uh the gwen stacy uh crane accident oh my middle. gosh that was visually it was amazing oh man that just looked so real it looked good yes and you know what's you know what was weird is when i was watching that scene and that crane was ripping apart that building i flashed back to to 9-11 yeah i flashed back to the way it felt when i watched that i saw actually saw the second plane hit the tower uh-huh. live on tv or whatever yeah but i remember thinking watching the spider-man movie when that crane came in i remember feeling i'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it yeah just the way it made me feel was those poor people yeah. it just looked so real the the technical aspect of this movie was phenomenal Okay, so let's kind of wrap up. Uh, out of five, what would you give it? Four and a half. I'd give it a solid. Golly, I, I would. Ooh, I want to say three and a half, four. I'm going to say four. That's not what you said the other day. Well, I give it a four after retrospect. Four. Okay, because at first you said you said two out of yeah, four. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why I would I would say that. Maybe okay. I don't know. Maybe it was just fresh. And, yeah. Okay. But I'm definitely going to give it uh, four. Okay. So we need to wrap things up. Yeah, we, are, we are, what, a, four minutes over? An hour and five minutes wasted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, half an hour, 35 minutes wasted. Well, let, let's say goodbye to our special guests, Allison and Ashley. Ashley? Allison. Allison? No, this is Ashley. That's Allison. Allison, say bye. 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 And guys, thank you for listening. You want to hit that close music? There it is. Uh, if you have any comments or stuff, send it to a half hour wasted uh, at gmail.com or visit us at half hour wasted.com. Thanks for listening. Allison, say something real quick. And good night. (laughs) Okay, we are out. Bye. Bye, guys. Spider-Man rules!